And borrachos. I'm Carla. And I'm Pete. And this is Happy Hour, the boozy podcast you didn't know you needed. Okay. So, friends with benefits. Do you think that is something that can work out or that should even happen with friends? I mean, I think every friendship is bound to, I don't know, end at some point. Especially if it's friends with benefits. Uh, when it comes to friends with benefits, there's always a... What's, what's the catch there? I mean, uh, friends with benefits, you know, you're getting, you're benefiting out of off each other. In the end, I mean, you, uh, one or the other catches feelings, right? Mm-hmm. So therefore, I mean, it is bound to, it's bound and it's proven and more than likely it's going to end up not, not in good terms. What I always wonder is like somebody who has friends with benefits, you're obviously attracted to that person. Why don't you just get in a relationship rather than with risking your friendship? Does that make sense? Right, right. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what they, they talk about it before, um, beforehand, you know, when you're getting into like a, uh, friends, friends with benefits kind of top of a, a relationship I guess there's always those boundaries you know like oh hey you know we're gonna do this but we're not committed to each other mm-hmm. kind of like an open relationship kind of thing but do you think it's stupid that like do you think it's dumb that they're doing that like why wouldn't you just get in a relationship I think this? I think everyone has different perspectives though because um, due to the fact that we all think differently and and you know someone like for example you you and I can be like oh, okay well I mean we're, we're we're really good friends we're best friends mm-hmm. that that, that's it, you know. Uh, but other people, you know, they're like, "Oh man, I found this girl really attractive, and mm-hmm. you know, I want to, I want to, you know, get to know her. Maybe not get to know her, but like, you know, I want to, you know, do stuff with her. You know, that happens. Yeah. That's what friends. That's when. That's when it comes to like friends with benefits. But friends with benefits is kind of dumb because I am more into the fuck buddies kind of thing, and the, the, that's obviously well, what's the difference between thing. what's the difference between fuck buddy and friends with benefits. Okay, well, friends with benefits is obviously someone you know and you have a relationship with re- and do a you friendship. Really? You have a friendship with uh-huh. okay you obviously but you're not committed to each other yeah exactly but a fuck buddy is I go over you we don't talk to, yeah, yeah I don't need to talk to you like on the weekends I don't need to talk to you during the day like I just need to is, talk to you when I need to go and get something from you so that's what I'm saying like if you are gonna risk your friendship I think it just because I feel like a friendship is really hard to kind of come along so if you are gonna have sex with someone make it be a stranger or someone that you are willing to kind of be able to th- like Toss inside yeah. after I, I just feel like friends with benefits is is at that point within two people. I think it's just it comes to a point where they both feel attracted to each other, but they're not ready to be committed to each other. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's that's where the boundary line is between a fuck buddy, a fuck buddy like they just booty call each other just for that, just for sex. But you don't think like you being committed to someone, you having sex kind of takes that away because having sex with someone is very intimate. Whether like is it? I know it is. I mean, is it? I mean, I mean that's why origins exist, right? And threesomes and all those. <laughs> maybe not now. It's so intimate, but honestly, at the end of the day, you are literally like inside of someone. Okay. All right. All right. I know, know what the I mean? details. We. I okay, know what. Okay, I know what. That's what I'm is. saying. That's what I'm saying. Like that is an intimate thing. Do you really? It is. Think? It is. But there's boundaries, though. There. It is an intimate thing. But at the end of the day, that's that's where it comes down to. Hey, we're not. I don't like you. You don't like me. We're just really good friends. I appreciate you. You appreciate me. And hey, you know, we, we benefit off each other. We, we do Do this. you think the girl or the guy is the one that's more bound to, like, find, get the feelings? Probably the girl. I think. I don't know. I think really? the girl. I feel like that too, but I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not going to, like, call, talk for every girl, right? But yeah. I feel like we're I mean, more prone to falling for someone thing. because usually, I mean, at least from, like, my point of view, like, you usually get into something for that person. I like, just feel you know, like, yeah, I just feel like girls are a 
little more vulnerable. They're vulnerable. They, they, they. I don't know. In a way, they're more sensitive. So I feel they, like if they like the sex, I mean, why not? They probably, you know. And if you're attracted to the person, they're gonna like the guy, of course. Okay. I, and then that's when it starts. You know, the revolution of the emotions. They I, go everywhere. I don't think it's that they're vulnerable. I think it's that women are more willing to give up everything for like a love or like for to feel okay, like. And that's when they make the mistake because I mean, if it's for, if it's settled in the beginning, it's friends with benefits. Why would you catch feelings? That's the hard part. Okay, but and I think that's where guys tend to go more into one night stands because they know friends of benefits. In the end, it's gonna fail. Yeah. Boom, drops well, the mic. <laughs> <laughs> what if you find like that one person that is like you are actually willing to be in a relationship with, but you found them, or it's between a friends of benefits thing? What do you do then? You know what I mean? Like, okay, you you start having this friends with benefits um, situation going right. on, right? But you're the one that's falling for her. Put yourself in their shoes, okay? Like, you're the one falling for that person. What do you so do? So the guy is the one falling for the yeah. girl. Yeah. What do you do? Well, I, I think, in my perspective, like, as a guy's perspective, mm-hmm. I think um, we would do the right thing as in approach them and ask them, hey, you know what? Um, this is the way I feel. Um, what would you say if we, you know, um, go to the next level and, you know, actually, you know, start seeing each other, actually dating each other? And, I mean, I, I don't know if the girl would feel this. I don't know if the girl would react the same way a guy would if there were you know and they're in their okay how would a guy react how would a guy react like okay like let's see if the girl let's see if the girl what if i wasn't into i wasn't into that girl what if i just was into her because i benefited out of of her because of sex but she was my good friend i like her she's my friend i appreciate her but i do not like her the way she would like me i don't want to be in a committed relationship that that's the guy's perspective i think that's what i would think if i didn't like the girl of course Mm -hmm. if i i mean if it's a mutual feeling hey we both fought for each other we were we started off as friends of benefits and we fought for each other then there you go that's one one more relationship you know <laughs> gone to the world but I mean if it's if it's one yes and one no then that's when the problem starts and that's when the confusion starts and I don't think you, you, can, you can actually talk for the girls uh, from a girl's perspective or from the guy's perspective because it's it's different it's different for both yeah and I think maybe I'm like basing off myself because I'm the type of person that not vulnerable but I am more and willing all, to give everything up <laughs> shut and, up and all girls are different they, they yeah, really are definitely. there's some tough girls there's some tough girls that they're friends and benefits and they're not the ones that fall for it the guy falls for her for them yeah and they're like what what I mean I thought we you know we I thought we made you know a little consensus about this you know yeah. I'm not gonna be in a relationship with you you know you never know maybe the guy likes her so much or maybe the pussy's just so good I don't know <laughs> you never know oh my god can we not <laughs> okay and so one night stands when you like are those like a better way to go about that I think a lot of people do that because of that. Uh, one night stands are probably better because you know you're in you're in the moment. It happens. That's it. You don't have to like you know expect another like you don't have to be friends in order for you to have one night stands. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? People meet people. Each I don't other. know. I've never had that many one night stands. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean it's okay. I mean I'm pretty sure everyone's bound to have one night stand in their life. Back to my point. <laughs> Back to my point. We're talking about, you know, everyone's probably bound to have one at sense. Mm-hmm. And why do they do one at sense? I think, from my perspective, from my experience, I think we do it because of that. Because we don't know the person. Hey, you know, we like each other in that moment. With whatever's going on. Ooh, I like what I see. You like what I see. And that's it. That happens. Boom. It happens. That's it. Finito. You don't have, yeah, exactly. <sighs> but if you're friends with someone and you start being friends with each other and you both know that you're going to be messing around with other people, that's when it's stated, hey, you know, I do this, you do that. Hey, but, you know, I like, you know, I, I think I'm attracted to have you. I think you're, you're good looking. I think you're very beautiful. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. We'll do this. Have you ever had like a one night stand that turned into like, like a regular thing? No. And you're like, nope, no. lose that girl real quick. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you? What? 
Have I? I don't know. That was your question. Yes, actually, I had. Actually, yes. Okay, so I had like a one night stand, or what I thought was supposed to be a one night stand. Like, Mm -hmm. I ended up dating that guy for a year. Mm. But how did how did that turn out? Was it was it feeling mutual towards you in a way that we're talking about friends and benefits? Like, oh hey, I like you. Okay, fine, let's date. I think. How did that? This is this. Okay, so this this is what happened. I, I I did the deed, all right? And the next day, I was going on about my life, and I kept doing whatever I needed to do, and I kept getting messages and calls from him, and I was avoiding him because... That must have been a really good deed. How can you not? Okay, so I was like, nope, I don't want to talk to this guy. Like, this is not what I want. Because at that time, I was vulnerable, but not vulnerable. I was, but I was smart enough not to put myself, or I thought I was smart enough not to put myself in that position. Yeah. But my roommate at the time was kind of like just talk to him, kind of explain to him that that's that's not what you want. So I was like, okay. So I saw him a few days later. I finally answered his call. And we got to, uh, we started talking and I kind of explained to him what I didn't want. And it was just kind of like, it turned into... He, I, I was, I was vulnerable, like I said, and I kind of gave in into that mm-hmm. rather than actually feeling for him. And I gave into my vulnerability and was, I just ended up dating him because I needed the, that emotional connection. So, so it's not that you really like the guy. Yeah, it's just that you no. wanted someone there with you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's different then. Yeah. So I gave into this. I think, well, sorry. Um, hold that thought. <laughs> I, I, th- I think that's why, that, that's why we go back to like how girls are and you know how how they're well I mean don't get me wrong I don't know I'm not being sexist or anything but like on social media every time I see I've seen girls who have gone from boyfriend to boyfriend like if they change like how they change underwear like every like they just cannot be alone and I'm thinking to myself why can't they just be alone like you don't have to have a guy in order to feel happy you don't have to have another someone else to feel complete I don't know like do they are they just afraid to be alone or are they just they need that emotional attachment what is it well I mean they both go together if you think about it like if they don't want to be alone they obviously have this emotional attachment that they have to kind of fill in you know what I mean I know someone that has been in a relationship like fairly young and she just went back and back into multiple relationships she got married very young and then she didn't know how to get out of her her marriage because she didn't love this person she couldn't get out of that marriage because she was afraid of being alone you know what I mean and it was because she didn't want to be alone and she needed that emotional attachment you know what I mean and she didn't have anyone just kind of like I guess like lined up to kind of do that for her I think it just kind of goes both like hand in hand you know what I mean Mm, yeah so that's what I mean I think I was more of the emotional attachment rather than I needed someone because as soon as I ended up breaking up with him after that one year I was single and how did you feel about that it was weird because I used to be the type of person that needed to have a boyfriend. I had been dating since I was 14. When I broke up with this guy, I was 19. Ooh. Yeah, so I had had a boyfriend since I was 14. Mm, and then chicken. got out. Yeah. <laughs> I got out. Of, I start, I went into another relationship at 15. I got out of that relationship. I stayed with that guy until I was 18, 18 to 19, and I was done. Now I've been single. So you pretty much dated all your life then? Yeah, basically, if you think about it. Mm. So do, do, do you think that, that comes into perspective? Like, that comes, that plays a part in, in someone's life 
when they're they've been dating such an early age i mean i'm not saying like nine or whatever but mm-hmm. like you said 15 whatever mm-hmm. high school whatever freshman year you start dating blah 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 and you continue dating you've been dating all your life blah blah blah, on and off mm-hmm. do you think that, that that comes into place when we're talking about um the emotional attachment like oh you know i've been dating all my life i feel so weird i'm alone i don't have my boyfriend with me blah 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 boyfriend or girlfriend whatever um do you think that plays a part a role in it um i don't think so hmm. because i think when i was 15 i was at a very young age where i was insecure with who i was okay i was insecure with who i was and i felt who is who is that okay exactly okay so that is my point so when you're 15 you're you're not very secure and you kind of like you're kind of just willing to kind of be with anybody that kind of like looks at you like a certain way you know yeah and then after that i when i got out of that relationship i was still very vulnerable i still didn't know how to feel about myself the last relationship that one that was for a year I, I knew exactly what I wanted. I just didn't know how to how to actually get the words out or how to actually kind of show him that that's not what I wanted because I had been in such an ugly relationship before. So I wasn't I didn't know how to voice my opinion or my thoughts in right. fear of like getting in trouble for it. So I don't think it's that I was in a relationship like a relationship back to back that kind of made me go back into something like that. It was necessarily my mindset and not be having the strength to kind of do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I knew I didn't want it. I knew I needed to get out of it, but I didn't know how. And I got myself stuck in a cycle. Since I've been single, <clears throat> what, three years ago? <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I'm i a lot better. Like, I feel more secure in who I am. Yeah, I mean, everyone has a different perspective. Like, people in relationships, they can be like, okay, people in relationships, um, they say, oh, my God, I have the best time of my life. This is this is my life, you know? I'm in a relationship. I'm happier than ever I've ever been in my life. And then you go to the single people and the, the, the single relationships... My, myself included I'm single I'm, mm-hmm. yourself included yeah. as well you talk about you know um, how you feel and blah 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 I love being single yeah. I love myself yeah. I have time to do everything yeah. that I want to do I don't have to depend on anyone I don't have to count on anyone I don't have to tell someone hey I'm doing this blah 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 yeah. I don't have to check in with anyone mm-hmm. I mean that that's a cool I think that's that's the, the the perks of being single and you get you just get used to it it's, I think it's the same thing as being in a relationship yeah when you're in a relationship you're so used to that that that's you 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 live that that when you go single you're like I don't know what to do yeah when you're single you love that and when your relationship problems arouse because you don't know what to do yeah. because you've never been you you never you, you never yeah. been exposed to that Most before yeah. I mean yeah you're in a relationship you like this person you you wanted to commit to this individual and, and start a relationship after being I don't know three four years of being single you want you want this but I mean yeah I mean there's challenges that you have to overcome it is going to be different it's not going to be the same thing yeah I know yeah definitely I think when you get out of a relationship and automatically are in, thrown into like this single life it's difficult because because especially if you've been in a long-term relationship or have been dating multiple people back to back, it's difficult to kind of get your mindset on like, shit, I'm alone. You know what I mean? I don't know. Is that the same thing for guys? Like, do guys get out of a relationship and they're like, shit, I'm alone? Or are they kind of like, oh, I'm fucking free? I I think uh, we're, we're good for, in the meantime, like for the first maybe 30 days, we're like, woo! Yeah, part like I'm single, blah blah blah. But then afterwards, we we start missing it. We're like, ah, uh, like I used to do this. Yeah, yeah. After the excitement gets over, then we're like, uh, where where is she? Yeah. <laughs> where is she now? Yeah. How am I still walking? Yeah. <laughs> like how am I still alive? And I, I don't know if you've seen those. I think I've I've seen memes about like relationships, like how girls react to it, mm-hmm. uh, opposed to guys. The first the first thirty days, like woo woo yeah. 
yeah, party, what's up? And then, they, and then they're like, oh, shit, like, you know, what did I do? And girls, they're the other way. They cr- they cry and they probably, like, mourn on it for, like, three months, and then they get over it. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah, I think women go through a really hard time because they automatically realize what's happening when men kind of were like fuck like I can finally do exactly what I wanted yeah. you know what I mean yeah we went from friends with benefits to uh, relationships mm-hmm. how people cope and adapt to them okay how do people cope to them okay cope to what with with, with, a, with a breakup more of a oh. breakup okay because all my breakups to be honest all my breakups have been mutual like they're mutual like okay this is not working for us really? we cannot do this yet I never had like a one sided breakup when it's like like, you know, I feel this way. You're not like this. They go crazy. No, no, no. I've never, I never had that. Wow, Have you had really? that? Yeah, yeah. I never had that. I've had, I mean, in my lifetime, I've had I mean, three. I mean, I've dated very mature women. That's yeah. probably why. Okay, you see, I've had three. I've dated very immature men. That's probably I what think I've dated a, ve- a variety of men. Or even you're though, just an immature woman. No, I, I think I've only had three boyfriends. And at the end, they're all very different. And they all kind of handled the stuff very differently. Yeah. My first boyfriend cheated on me. And I broke up with him because. For obvious Ooh, reasons, right? That motherfucker. For obvious reasons, right? Second one, he was just a little crazy. Didn't like certain messages that were on my phone. He broke up with <laughs> it was me. Like your mom, hey. Yeah, he broke up with me. What are you doing? <laughs> Come home soon. All right, we're over. Yeah. We're through. I know, right? It's like my mom calling me. I know. Like, oh. Hey, me, how are you? Oh, no. Can it. you bring me food? No. Oh, who is this? <laughs> it's my mom. I know. No. So that, and then the third one, I avoided that motherfucker so bad. Because it was a one-sided kind of breakup, and I was the one doing the breakup. And there was pro- like there was no problems in our relationship, to be honest. Yeah. There was no problems. He was... I feel so bad because he was like the most amazing dude I could have probably wanted to date. Oh yeah. Besides the fact that he was broke AF. Was it the and one I, you bailed out or something? Like, that? like I'm not saying I'm a gold digger, but I need a man with certain goals and a certain like, oh, at least goals. Goals, I mean, yeah. yeah. And he like I need like I wouldn't date someone that doesn't have goals. Like I oh, have what are your goals? I don't know. You know I mean? <laughs> I live at home. Can you like support me? <laughs> oh, fuck that. I'm not gonna support you. Like I like I have certain standards, and he didn't meet them, but didn't. But that didn't mean that he wasn't a great guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was a great guy, but I avoided him. Like I didn't know how to break up with him. I stopped answering his calls. I stopped texting him. He would, like, it was so bad. How do you cope with that? I mean, I, I, I'm, I don't know. Going back to that thought, but going back okay. to, like, the, those people that people that know you and, like, those people that just all, all up in your ass, like, hey, I don't want anything to do with you, but they're just there nagging and keeping, like, on just bothering you. Like, how do you... How do what do you, you mean? What do you mean? Those people, like, like, you mentioned, like, you know, the people that text you, like, hey, hey, like, you know, like, okay. I, after you, you tell them, hey, this is not working out, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, please, baby, come back. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Like, well, you know, I have to just... Kind That's of let, crazy. I need to let you know I hadn't told him that I didn't want to be with him. I was avoiding him because I was frustrated and But annoyed. he must have felt something in order for you to like stop like talking to him. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. what's going on? But obviously that was a relationship. That's the dude I was with for a year. That was a relationship. He obviously needed answers and he needed me he needed to hear it from me. You know what I mean? So obviously he he wasn't gonna just like ignore it and be like, well it's over. He needed to hear it. Yeah. But I don't know. 
how do you feel about women texting you and like not getting the hint and like automatically like do you eventually just kind of talk to them like and tell them like hey like um this isn't working out or do you just kind of blow them off (gasps) i mean they don't get the hint i mean yeah we talk in the beginning blah blah blah. and if something happens that happens that's it like that doesn't mean that you know i want for you to keep talking to me tbh you know yeah kind of thing but like what makes you like ignore them completely like what is something so bad that you're gonna ignore them completely like why don't you think they well deserve- i just think myself i don't want to be in a relationship with this friend this person i don't want to be in a relationship with that person and why don't you just tell them I, I mean from a guy's perspective from a guy's perspective i think i just girls are very like um stubborn they really are they really are stubborn they they, they i don't know they're just i like auctioners like they, they they promise all these things and like blah 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 like this is gonna happen but when realizing <laughs> like in real life you just don't want to i don't want to do it like i'm sorry i don't want to do it so what's the best way like in order, they, in, they instead like, of arguing with them just ignore like so they okay. like do false advertising <laughs> yeah pretty much i mean what's that's what auctioners do right oh my god but i don't know i feel like okay imagine you being in that situation where someone didn't want to talk to you and they just ghosted you i know you I would get the hint I super wouldn't. fast i wouldn't I, i'm sorry i i don't get attached to people oh, that's true that's yeah. just a gift i don't know yeah that's just a gift yeah. for everyone out there everybody's like uh he has problems uh, I was like, uh, he's a therapist <laughs> his life is fucked up there's a therapist listening to this uh i'll call you guys I, i'm a therapist i know how'd you graduate <laughs> Bottom line, oh, but we, bottom didn't line, even, you, we all have issues. We didn't, Everyone has issues. No, we didn't even answer the question. Like, how do you people deal with relationships? Like, what are what is your take on them? Because there's people that kind of cry and like... Wait, cry die. over... When they're in relationships, they cry? No, I mean breakups. It's a sad relationship. Breakups. Oh. Yeah, no. Everyone copes with them differently, girl. Okay, exactly. So, like... Come on. Listen to vodka. You gotta, you gotta understand this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so my coping mechanism is let's go out and party and get drunk. Like, you've never seen exactly, me. Exactly, that's what I just said. Girls do that. They're like, okay, no, wait. Uh, no, well, I, mean, I don't know. You when, need to when, stop generalizing us, okay? When, when you break up, okay, when you break up with, don't you feel a little like, oh, you don't want to do anything? Like, oh, I don't feel like doing anything. I'm just not ready I, for it to do anything. I, but after three months, woo! Okay, Open you see, market for everyone. No, 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 you see. Open market. I cope kind of like a guy in a smaller scale. You said like, oh, like 30 minutes, like, I mean 30 minutes, like 30 30 days like a whole month like you'll kind of be like fuck it like who cares that's how i am for like a week and a half and then i'm like what the hell happened and then i'm like fucking over it you know what i mean that's how i go so for like the week and a half i'll be like i'm out i'm ready to party honestly i feel when it comes to relationships people take the other person for granted because they know they're there Mm -hmm. and they know they will be there but after they lose them that's when it hits them that's when it hits them like bam 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 like you know like that's when it hit that that's when it hits that they will not be there for you anymore. They will not do the things they will do for you anymore. Stop. They will not do anything anymore, you know? Things like that. Yeah, but it's like stupid. But you see, like I feel like Okay, wait, wait. My, and a question, another question. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people in relationships take the either one of either one or the other uh, partner, why do they take them for granted? That's why does like, that happen? Because that's like everybody else. Like that's like, it's a human thing. Like you get comfortable with what you have. So you you're never gonna lose it yeah not that you're never gonna lose it you don't even think about it you know what i mean like anything like even it doesn't even have to be a person it can be like okay. your actual material all right all things. right like, all right good, good good concept but like an- you, another like, question you never but another question though oh my god but what i'm saying is like even you like you don't look at the things that you own and think like oh if i lose this one day like i just need to appreciate it like i don't think you appreciate the things that you have oh. 
Yeah, I got it. Oh god. So what makes them change? You know how in the beginning the behavior is like, oh baby, like like it's Can you all touch me. It's, <laughs> Please it's help all, me. It's all you know, one and one. Like it's mm-hmm. all them. It's okay. all them. You give everything you have, everything you are, you give it to them. Mm-hmm. What what makes it change? What what makes it you know after a while? Do you think people get bored of each? You think couples get bored of each other? No. Is I, that a con? Is that a thing? No, honestly, I think it's that the other person. Okay, so the other person or one of the one of the people realize that the other person is taking them for granted. You know what I mean? Like, um... But how would they know that unless they actually show them through what what they're doing? No, no, no. Okay, so think like, about... Like, oh, like, you know, he would do this for me all the time. Okay. Now he doesn't do that. She will do this for me all the time. Now she doesn't do that. You know, things like that. Like Yeah, so this is, this is what I think it is. That one person might kind of find her... Like, find, find her. I always <laughs> But find their, like, Let's little spark... Uh, find their, like, little spark of, like, like, why is this person treating like this or why is he like this with me or why is she doing this to me you know what I mean they find that little spark and that spark kind of just opens up everything so like in a relationship let's say like oh she kind of thinks like oh he when we started dating he didn't always ask me to pay you know what I mean and then she's like why does he ask me to pay now and then from there it'll be like so he asked he asked me to pay now but he also asked me to pay for his bills he also doesn't like want to be with me during these days so he just kind of starts going into a cycle where everybody's thinking about sounds like, like a personal issue no man. I sounds th- like a personal experience <laughs> to me <laughs> uh, I mean, did you go through that no 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 what I'm saying is that's how a lot of my friendships end you know what I mean I feel like my friendships not even like a relationship my friendships are very one-sided where because I am actually very very giving and I I, I appreciate everybody and I try to do the most that I can for you don't give me shit <laughs> other than the wine I mean so a lot of my friendships are one-sided and so I do a lot for my friends I start realizing they don't do the same amount or enough to me like whenever I need them they don't they don't re- reciprocate the same kind of mannerism that I would have done for them you know I'm always there for you yeah you are exactly okay. that's why we're still friends <laughs> but you know what I mean so I'll eventually kind of just start thinking like well they're like this to me or you know what they kind of spoke to me like this and it's been multiple times or whatever it is and it kind of just starts kind of building up and that's when basically if you were in a relationship you it builds up and you break it off or you realize that you deserve better or whatever it is you know or you get a divorce. Ooh, divorce. So, That's another one. Ooh, <laughs> marriage. Ouch. Ugh, marriage. Don't want to talk about marriage. It. I don't want to talk about it either. I mean, we're in a prime. Uh, marriage is we... off limits on this podcast because why is that? Because I feel like why I feel that? like marriage is not for me. Not anytime soon. That's true, but we agree. I mean, marriage. Marriage is not. I mean, I, I think I don't believe in marriage to be honest, but. Why does marriage happen, actually, you know? So, you see, I believe in marriage. I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, the divorce rate in the U.S. is pretty high. Why does marriage happen? Okay, do you think, like, people are supposed to find that one person? Or do you feel like everybody is supposed to be with multiple people? Are you saying that if I believe in monogamy or not? Yeah, basically, yeah, right? Yeah, do you believe... Well, I mean, I'm saying... All I'm saying is I do believe in monogamy. I mean, if I like this person, why am I going to be a douchebag and just cheat on them or not want to be with them, you know? Mm-hmm. I should tell them in the beginning, be like, hey, you know, this is going to be an open relationship. We're going to do all kinds of stuff together. <laughs> we might include some other people. Mm-hmm. 
That's not what an open relationship is. It kind of is. It kind of no, is. because an open relationship isn't that you bring someone else into your relationship. An open relationship is that you are and, with and, this person, and but you are with someone else. Exactly. Like, but an open relationship can be like also you know combining everyone in the relationship. I mean, too. Maybe right. That's but that's um pol- polygamy. Polygamy. There you go. Thank you. Polygamy. Yeah, it's poly, which is more than two. Yes, I know. All right. Do you think like the relationships and how they work kind of differs from state to state, especially in the United States? I, hmm. Yeah, I think so. Especially, well, I really I, do. the reason I'm, I, I mean, the Valley, we're all Mexican. Like, uh, 99% of the Valley is Hispanic. Yeah. Hispanics are very, very different. I mean, no offense. Hispanics are very different from Anglo people. Yeah, yes, they are. Definitely. Relationships are very different from Anglos to Hispanics to, I don't know, um, uh, African people. It's very different. Yeah, and I think it's super different because. Even in, like in, in our culture, like you are expected to be married, settle down, like have kids at such a ooh, young age. Girl, like, Hispanics, if you're out of wedlock, oh, that's yeah. a, that's crazy. No, they're, like they'll even, probably like, stone you to death. Like even right People now, still do. May, like maybe not in your family because I know your parents like really like do don't want you well, to I mean, get I'm married. I'm a boy. I can't get pregnant though. You know, but your parents don't want you to get married anytime soon. You know what I mean? You're I not a boy. <laughs> I, I'm a boy. I, I said I'm a boy. I won't get pregnant. No, I know. But like, okay, with women, like um. We're kind of expected to get married and find our husband and have kids. And it's kind of rare, or maybe not anymore so, but when I was growing up, my mom literally told me, you better learn how to cook, you better learn how to clean and iron, because if not, you're not going to have a boyfriend. I, I, I think when it comes to like Hispanic families and themselves, mm-hmm. I think, uh, for example... I was raised in a household where there's only boys, mm-hmm. no girls, only my mother, right? Of course, all boys, no sisters or anything like that. You were born in a house where there were all girls. Yeah. So it is different. It is different. My mom said she had no girls. She taught every single one of us how to cook, how to clean, how to do everything around the house. But I mean, how, how okay, when it comes to the culture like that, how does that benefit you? Or how does that not benefit you in the long run when you get married, when you're in a relationship, things like that? Do people see it as different? Do people see it as awkward? Like, oh, you know how to do all that stuff? I don't even know. I'm a girl and I don't even know how to do that stuff. You do because, I mean, you doing your guy, how just, you know, explain that to me. How is it different? How how do girls see it when they're like, oh, okay, well, I, they know how to do everything that a girl knows how to do. Oh, the man. Okay. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. So how does that benefit us? No, no. How do you as girls see it? How, do, how does a female see that? Now? I mean, now. Now, yeah. You know what I mean? Now. It's totally amazing because, okay, my mom told me I need to cook and clean and all this stuff. And you don't I know can't. how to do any of that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I know, I know. And it's not that I can't necessarily. It's no, that no, I you don't can't. want to. <laughs> Shut up. I cook one time and I... Cereal. That's it. <laughs> Man, please marry me somewhere. <laughs> no. Please don't listen to him. <laughs> no, so... It's, it's a benefit, definitely, because then it's not super, like, back in the day where it's all, like, all the work was for the woman. You know what I mean? Obviously, we'll split everything in between. Right. You know what I mean? And if I ever have kids, Now we're talking about double standards, though. Now now we're going what to do double you mean? standards. How? How so? As in, oh, the, the men do all the work. No, I just said... The women said, stay inside I the house split. and they do all the work. I chores. said split 
sent the work. Like, if I was to ever... Nowadays, it's like that. Yeah. I feel. But there's still some people who are, like, back in the ages Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're millennials. So, I mean, we, we, we understand that. But our parents don't understand that. They're like, yeah, no. why, is she, why is she not serving you when you go to Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah. Why, is, she, why is your girlfriend not giving you a plate? Oh, my they God. They see that as a fucking, like, oh, you're yeah. forbidden from our family. You cannot marry my son. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think it's so crazy. Like, I think it's, like, that's probably, like, uh, okay, super, like, fat girl props. Because it's true, fat though. I am single. Like, I love being single because whenever it is Thanksgiving, anytime it is a holiday, I don't got to serve nobody. I ain't got no kids to serve. I just exactly. serve my plate, sit my ass I down. I think to a certain extent, it's the same thing for a guy because you're single. Hey, um, I serve myself. I know what I'm going to get. But yeah. compared to Hispanic other relationships and they already have children, hey, the wife is going to serve the husband and the children. They're going to serve everyone else. Yeah, like but, that. but it sucks. Like, you as a Hispanic guy, like, you go, if you, yeah, that's you're true, single, that's true. serve yourself. Yeah. You married, they ooh, serve you. Yeah. Like, and if you don't, ooh, yeah, that, exactly. they're like, you're going to marry her. Yeah, you're going to marry that girl. Exactly. Like, even, like, even you don't even have to be married with that person. Like, if you were to ever come to the house and I got you, and I didn't get you your own plate or I didn't get your plate well, whenever we're having... If you're not Hispanic, that's what happens in Hispanic culture. Yeah, like, yeah, you have to serve your guest oh, or your husband or boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever you, whatever you're into, like, you need to serve them. <laughs> it's so crazy to me because if you're a woman, I mean, is it the same with guys? I mean, my brothers were older by the time I was, um, by the time I was, like, going through yeah. all of this. Uh-huh. They were already, like, moved out of the house, so I didn't really get to see them date or be married. So, in a guy's, like, house, like, okay, what do you, what do you guys do? Like, if, okay, let's say if you bring a, a girlfriend, do you serve her? Or does she serve you? If I had, if I had a girlfriend, I mean, I never had, I never got to take any of my girlfriends home, mm-hmm. because of the same reason, because my, because my family is Hispanic themselves, mm-hmm. and some of them are, half of them Brazilian, so they they're a little more hardcore. They really are. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got to experience that, but I've been to family gatherings where they're all Hispanic. And um, for example, my little 16-year-old cousin, he has his girlfriend, he brings her over. She did not serve him or anything like that. And my aunt was going crazy. She was 16 years old. They were both the same age. She was going crazy. She was like, oh, why did she not serve you? I mean, she's here for you. Like, So, but what if that was his friend? If I was to ever go to your house, I am still a female. I am still a Hispanic female. But you're my friend. You're my, you're my guest. Okay, great. It's different. It yeah, is different. We'll be going to pizza all right, soon. Calm down. <laughs> we'll be going to pizza soon, please. Fourth <laughs> <laughs> of July. You know where you find me. <laughs> okay, so that was something that I always like thought it was hilarious because because you you only get to serve your guests. I'm a master. I'm a master now. I can serve. I can serve myself. But okay, all right, noted. <laughs> Don't come to my house and expect me to serve your ass. Um, I want to to my house. Huh? To my house, Minzo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if I was to go to your house, you see, that, that's the thing. I'm pretty sure if I was to go to your house, your mom would get mad if you didn't do Fuck anything. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god. Because your yes. mom is, she's Hispanic. She understood. She's with that, like, you know, like the, uh, I don't know, X, Y oh generation. I don't know what generation no. is that. No. But, that one time that you came over and she was working and I didn't offer you a drink or anything, I just sat you down. Yeah, that's rude. After I went it's home fun. and she was like, you didn't ask him to get yeah, anything. Yeah, that's rude. And I was like, fuck him. I give him everything. In, in a way, guys have a little, you know, they have, you know, they're they're we are a little spoiled. Hispanic culture, we are a little spoiled. Like, okay, hey, whatever. No, um, we, we know it, but we just don't say it. We just it's like, such okay. a like machismo culture. It like, is, it really it's, is. It's catered so much to men, and it, it's like... Don't cry. And no, I'm not. Don't cry. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not mad about it because it is my culture. I love my culture. Yeah. But Same. as a millennial, 
I also wish yeah, things were we a little see, different. We, we see things differently. We really do. Yeah. Even me as a guy. Especially, I mean, I believe I'm a cheese to a certain extent or somewhat. But when it comes to like my millennial side, I'm like, you know what? No, this is not right. Like, you know, we're here in the 20, like what, 21st century. We cannot be doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. Freaking like cater to your person, right? Like cater to your person because you love them. But my guests can get up. My guests can get up and do their thing. You know what I mean? They have legs. They have arms. I mean, hopefully, right? I mean, uh, other than that, that's a different situation. I just want to know where, where, where their um, their actual, like, uh, customs came from. Like, you know how, how Hispanics, we're very family-oriented. We're very, you know, like this. The female does all that. Does that go back to, like, religion itself? Does it go back to religion itself? How they were taught when they were little? How they were taught? All that, all those things? Yeah. <laughs> See, episode that, two. That's, what I want. that's what's going to come up. I mean, that's what I want to know, you know? Yeah. Things like that. I don't know. That's a good question. Or, like, another question is, being Latina, um, when do you draw the line? I mean, you're, you're Latino. Oh, like, okay, what, what so, like, okay, so I, up, <laughs> so I grew up, so I grew up, my, my dad, my mom always told me, you do everything for the man, right? Yeah, that's my mom told When me. do you draw the but line? When do you draw the line of, like, it's too much to cater to this person or to be with this person or, like, everything they're telling you, like, what to do and all the things you're listening to, like, when is that brainwashing, if that may even make sense? Okay, think about if you were with Eric. I just think it's a very different topic because, for example, you're a girl, mm-hmm. I'm a guy. Mm-hmm. We're raised in different households. You're a full house full of girls. I think it's crazy I'm that a you're... house full of guys. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it's a little different. It is. The perspective is a little different because my parents, for example, my mom, my mom was the only girl. She had no girls. She taught us how to do everything that a girl knows how to do mm-hmm. or God. that should know how to do according to her beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. According to her customs. Mm-hmm. So she taught us everything that a girl's supposed to know and a guy's supposed to know. Our dad taught us everything about the hard work, you know, cutting the yard, things like that, you know, man labor, things like yeah. that. Oh my God! So you're two and one. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, in in a way, thing. in a way, a household with all boys is it is two and one. It is you know you learn a lot about the girl and you learn about a lot about the guy. That's what I'm saying. It, it is a little different when you're talking to me. Like, what do you think? Okay. Well, I don't know what I think because I've been I've been raised in a household full of guys, so we learn how to do both things. It, it's very different. But for example, if my mom ever had a girl, mm-hmm. if she had a girl, they would be together. Like they would be doing everything that a girl's supposed to do we would get home whatever she'd probably be helping my mom do the dishes she'd be helping my mom do dinner things like that we don't do that like even now when i'm you home you do the I, things your dad does for, for the exa- most part exactly exactly but even now I'm, I'm the only i'm the oldest so when i'm home i'm like you know mom needs help she's the only girl like, she yeah. can't do everything for all four of us mm-hmm. so i'm help i help her clean up and things like that you know clean around the house when she comes home she cooks dinner okay fine that's the only thing she does but we help her out with like cleaning after dinner things like that you know washing dishes things yeah. like that i mean so it's very different when you're when you're saying okay well how does this compare to this blah blah when you were born in a household full of girls how did you all manage though well you see this is different because i grew up with someone to always clean my house i always grew up with nannies you know what i mean i grew up never having to really like necessarily learn like it wasn't a need to learn how to cook and clean and iron because i always had someone to do that for me yeah so it's not like how did you manage it's because we manage very fine like we didn't need it like i didn't even need to learn my mom told me i couldn't date until i learned how to do this i learned the bare minimum to be able to pass that little flag and be like i can date now so like my family never necessarily we didn't necessarily need to learn we do we never learned how to do it my sisters got married didn't weren't fucking chefs you know what i mean especially like they couldn't do like the carnitas oh, menudo we like, know they're not chefs. <laughs> you know <laughs> so they weren't able to do all of that 
obviously we can clean it because I feel like if you can't clean, like really, like what are you really, really good for? Because cleaning is like basic shit. You know what I mean? Like you know what clean is, you know what dirty is. Like how can you not define those two? You know, like I don't get it. Ironing is a different thing because there's ironing and there's like proper ironing, like you know, like where the creases are. <laughs> I don't know where the creases should be, but we, I can straighten out a shirt. <laughs> we know, we, we get it. You had a nanny, we get it. The nanny did everything. <laughs> yeah. So like it's different from mine and your family, even even though it's just. It is. Our, it is. You know yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you're getting. Like, even our, it's like, true. It's true. It's true. I don't even think it's like our income levels. I think it's the way our parents splurged our money. Yes. Because I feel exactly. like you weren't like had less money coming in. I think it's just no. Your dad I, I think we're. I think well, for example, yeah I, yeah. I know what you mean. You, we were we were well off, but my my parents never got a nanny. Yeah. My parents never got like anything like that. They never got a a, a, a little maid or you yeah. know, whatever you call them. A little yeah. I don't know housekeeping lady. Yeah. They never got any of that we're well off it's just that they wanted for us to learn all these things because of their own little yeah their own culture their own heritage yeah and you see with me it was more of a necessity to hire someone than it was that we like that we couldn't learn or anything it was like my parents worked or they had we we have our own business you know what I mean my parents had to dedicate all of their time to that business rather than like dedicating it to the house so they kind of needed to hire someone you know what I mean and your Mm -hmm. parents always had a job you know what I mean it wasn't their own proper business that they dedicated 24-7 to so they had time to go and clean or they kind of fixed out their schedule to do go ahead and take care of y'all yeah and it wasn't like that with me you know yep that's true so I think that's so crazy I mean I don't know about the fucked up part I mean I think everyone's life is fucked up at some point obviously at some point I mean including myself everyone yeah I feel like everybody's life is fucked up at some point even if it's the most minimal thing yeah exactly yeah and that was something that I talked about with my friends like like you can't ever justify your problems to be more than someone's no matter how like different it is because everybody's yeah. like problems are like different and everyone copes with them differently yeah. it's 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 a uh, it's not yeah i mean i don't think that's uh, for like, i don't think that's ever up for comparison in mm-hmm. any way yeah definitely not mm-hmm. like you shouldn't compare yourself to anyone else because everyone has different um challenges they face whether it be uh personal illnesses personal things things that they need around the house material <laughs> things you know things like that you know yeah. it's different okay okay so we're going kind of off topic and talking about like a little, a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. a little bit so okay you know what just going back to family okay how do you feel about divorce okay Ooh. like yeah so we stay ju- tuned ma- no 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 marriage, stay tuned for the next episode I feel like marriage is kind of off topic for the fact that I don't I kind of don't feel like there is being able to, like you can how do you find that one person right yeah so let's say you do find the person like in quotations right what if you decide you want to divorce them do you believe in divorce do you not like well first of all i don't believe in marriage so how would i be believe in divorce okay, okay but i have had friends who have gone through divorce whenever i i mean when ever since i was little i have had friends who were going through a divorce or the parents were going not them but like they were going <laughs> the parents were going through a divorce when they were little and i always see myself i mean i lived in a traditional household mm-hmm. i live in a traditional family my parents my, my mom and my dad all of us that's it and then i asked them how do you feel like when it when they were older we grew up together I, I would ask them how would you how do you feel about that 
and a lot of the questions and I always ask that to, to everyone actually that has had a different household that I had uh-huh. even yourself I've yeah. asked you too and and you're right you, you brought a good point whenever you told me I see it as a normal thing because that's all that I've known yeah and it's true whenever you're whenever whenever you except for example your family divorces at such a young age and when you're little you're so used to it that this that's the normal life that you live mm-hmm. as comparison to me when I live in the traditional family I see it as weird because it's not the same thing that I'm used to yeah exactly so in, in another way you cannot really compare different things when when in both sides it's actually normal it's normal for them and it's normal for but me but is it normal when they're going through a divorce at when they're like 10 years old that's a whole different thing because divorce you can have divorce like oh my parents were divorced before I was born or like my parents got divorced when I was very young so it's completely different from my parents got divorced when I was 12 you know what I mean yeah. or my parents have always been together so there's different types of level of divorce yeah, as a that's child true. That, that is true. as that a is child true. you know what I mean yeah I get you but I've always been the type of person because I am very strict on marriage because I feel like you kind of have to you Mar- kind of marriage is a serious thing yeah exactly I think it, I don't believe in marriage but I think if I ever get married I want to get married once that's that's it I don't want to get how do you get... even say you don't believe in marriage but you're like if I ever get married like do you... because it's it's that serious though like I mean to me I think it's that serious like I, I if I was ever the re- I think the reason the reason why I do not be- really believe in marriage is mm-hmm. because um, of everything that goes on you know divorce rates and things like that like how can you believe in marriage when you're getting divorced like I don't know a year after that or 72 Kim but, Kardashian 72 after 72 hours after you know you get married it was 72 hours it was like 100 and some days cause, it, cause by law you have to have a certain amount of days you can't even either way okay it doesn't was matter funny. but what I'm saying what I'm thinking is how do you not believe in marriage when your parents have showed you such a perfect like example of marriage right right okay I guess like how do you not believe in marriage like you can't like how is that even possible I don't know. I actually don't have an answer for that. I just see everything around me. But I know I know what you mean. I mean, but I mean, no marriage is perfect. It's, like, it's, it really isn't. No, like, ma- no marriage is perfect. No marriage is perfect. Definitely. Every marriage comes God, with problems no. and with, with different... Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But you never look at your parents. You're like, God, I at no, least I could do. find something that like that. Yes, I do. But I know it's impossible because I, I ran. How I is it know. impossible? Your parents... Because those, those are my parents. That's their life. I mean, that's their life. They grew up with each other like that. Like, that's their life. I can't confirm... I, I don't know if I'm married. If I ever get married, I don't know if I'm married to be like that. Can I guarantee myself that my marriage is gonna be no, like that? No, of course exactly. not. Exactly. But you at least have. I was drink this. <laughs> you at least have an example of what marriage could be. I do, but what how if it's do I better? know that mine is not, gonna be that perfect? And what if it's better? Okay, then that's a, then that's a risk I have to take. Then. Yeah, exactly. So how do you say you don't believe in marriage when you when you are willing to be able maybe, to fall in love maybe with people, someone? Maybe people, maybe people that don't believe in marriage, maybe they just haven't met the right person yet that's it definitely I don't ever want to have kids but it goes back to I haven't met the person that has made me want to have kids because I'm not like I am not like rejecting the idea I don't don't want the idea right now (laughs) you know no but what I'm saying is like okay like you want kids I want babies yeah Yeah, exactly you want kids but you want kids out of marriage that's a thing I don't know do you want kids by yourself I don't know. That's a thing. I don't know. Like, that's a different... Like, that. that is a whole different topic at for next week. <laughs> it is. It really is. It really is. Yeah, like, honestly, like, I don't know. Like, you kind of have to think about, like... I feel like marriage and having children and committing yourself to a certain person... Do you think people just settle? Like, you just settle? Like, you know how, like... Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's that an is, interesting... Yes. Yeah, that is... It's, a, it is an interesting topic because uh, some people are like, hey, 
I'm in the age where I cannot be goofing around anymore. I need to settle down. The first guy I find, okay, fine. Let's do this. We're going to marry each other. We'll eventually love each other. We'll eventually have a family. Blah, blah, blah. Do you think a lot of people go by that? I really do think so. I think people, a lot of people go by that. And I think what what goes, like the, the explanation or the reasoning behind it is because, hey, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to die alone. I don't want to do this alone. Therefore, I need to find someone that I can actually cope with. And okay, fine. Let's go. Let's do this. We'll eventually love each other. We'll eventually have children. We'll have a family. And that's where life okay. goes on. So this is this is my idea right now. Okay. We but do you did, agree with mine? Or okay. Do, or do you wait, think wait, I'm wait. Like, listen. Listen okay, to what I have to okay. say. Okay. So we live in an area where it's a small town, no matter how far you go from here, okay? Mm-hmm. It is like, what, 40 miles that way, 40 miles this way, and you are kind of stuck. You eventually know someone from either side, uh, okay? It's a part. small, it's a small area, first off. Second of all, we are very conservative. I put that in quotation marks because we're very conservative we as to our parents are. Our parents believe a certain way. Our parents think a certain way. And so, third, we have our culture that restricts us from being able to kind of wander off. So, based off on our culture and the way we think, that kind of keeps us here in the valley. You know, we stay in the valley. So, it is more that's where you get the idea of people settling because we are all kind of stuck here and we're stuck here for a very long time and we're like, you know what? I'm not. No. <laughs> but listen, like, so a lot of people don't move out. Listen, Linda. <laughs> a lot of people don't move out for the fact that they don't want to leave their parents. They don't want to leave their family or they're used to being here. And they don't think anything else is out there. And a lot of these people haven't left the valley. You know what I mean? So you having the idea of people settling is for those people that haven't decided to leave. You know yeah. what I mean? So I don't think people settle down to one person. Unless they've stayed in one area. You know what I mean? True. For the huh, for the people that have stayed that in the valley, I'm not talking shit about right y'all. But what I'm saying is you don't know what else is out there until you've actually explored it. You True. know what I mean? And like, you don't have to go explore the world. You can go I'll and, explore the world. But you know what I mean? But like what I'm saying is like the like you don't have to go and see the whole world. You don't know if there's a Spanish person that probably loves you in Spain. Yeah, exactly. That's my that's my biggest fear. The I wanna go and see like if a German girl probably wants to marry me mm-hmm. with blue fucking eyes. Even though you can't talk to her. It's okay, <laughs> I'll learn the language. Love it's happened yeah, before. Love is universal. Love makes you do crazy things. <laughs> like no, learn no. a language. Yeah, for real. But hablamos español aquí. English. <laughs> that wasn't even the same thing. <laughs> but th- that's how I feel like when it comes down to settling. The settling part comes down when you are living in a small area. Okay. So, okay. So, back to our topic of settling. Um, so, if you are going to be settling with someone, especially like in a small town, or if you think you're settling with someone, what kind of things do you... What goes through your mind on how you, you like pinpoint the fact that you aren't settling for someone? What makes you think like, okay, you know what? This is, this is the person I love and this is, I'm not settling for this person or it's not because I haven't traveled enough. Like, how do you know you are finding the one? Yeah. I mean, just, just take into consideration. Some people are, like you said, we're in the Valley. Mm -hmm. Some people grow up with each other. Yeah. Throughout the entire, you know, age it. 
through their age, yeah. through their schoolwork, things like that. Some people grow up with each other and they know each other. Like you said, the valley is a small place. Yeah. So therefore, for example, high school, everyone was. They, you graduate yeah. the same class. Hey, oh, she got pregnant. Yeah, she yeah, got yeah, this. Yeah. Hey, I really liked her. She was a cute girl. I dated her. Blah 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 blah. Things like that. And then there's some that like you know what? Like I really liked her. I mean, I wish I wish she would have stayed with me. Blah blah blah. But things change. Things like that. Uh-huh. So I mean, when it comes to like you're talking about settling, how do you know you're not settling? Is well, I mean, you're 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 looking for the first charm that you got. You know, ever since you were like in elementary, like if you really like that someone, if you really like that girl or boy, whichever, um, when you were little and you all grew up together, I mean, and I don't know if you all gave each other a chance or you all didn't, what makes you think that you are settling or you're not settling for that person? You see, okay, so I am a big believer in you need to travel no matter what. I am oh, 22 yeah. years old and I'm I'm not saying I've traveled the world 23 in October. Uh, I'm going to be 23, right? Oh. I haven't necessarily traveled the world, but I've traveled around in the in the country. You know what I mean? And I kind of have a sense of what I want. And to be honest, a lot of the things that I do want aren't here in the valley. Are not in the valley. Yeah, exactly. they're not in the valley. Exactly. So I kind of think, like, for the women or men that are here and haven't. Wait, what do you want? What do you want? What do you mean? What do I want? Well, you say it's not in the valley. So what are you looking for then? Okay. You're looking for a German six no, foot two no, blue. No. Honestly, it doesn't have to do with your ethnicity. It doesn't have to do with who, like, what you are. It it, it has to do with what you offer to the table because I offer quite a bit, honestly. You know what I mean? I... Let's put myself out there. Asking, no. Not to brag. No, no, no. I, I think very highly of myself, and I think you need to have this type of confidence when you are yeah, ready to be married. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm very confident in the person who I am. I think I am a strong woman. Mm-hmm. I have a very... I'm very goal-driven. I have a lot of goals, and I'm not going to let anybody get in between them. You graduated, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have my you're degree. Powerlifting, so you're strong. Yes. Yes, <laughs> So... I have all of these qualities of myself, and I feel like I need so to find... you want a bodybuilder. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? If I lived more than you, that might be a little issue, but I can work on it. No. But I need to find someone that has... Whether... You know what? You don't have to have a degree necessarily, because you can always be an entrepreneur that doesn't have a degree. You know what I mean? But you have to offer something to the table financially and personality-wise, because your personality... My personality is very bold... Oh, yeah. I am hilarious whether people want to believe it or not. <laughs> I think I'm funny. True. You know what I mean? But you I have, am, You don't have to believe that. <laughs> but believe I am that. also very weird. I have a lot of, like, awkward qualities of myself. Not necessarily... Like, I mean, I have a weird personality at the, at the same time. And that person needs to be able to balance me out. And a lot of the people here in the Valley that I've actually have tried to talk to me don't offer anything financially. Don't offer necessarily anything that is uh, a degree. They don't anything that is material like that will get me to be like, "Yup, oh you might be." Oh my god, so bad. What? Oh wait, no, no. <laughs> no, and so I need someone that has that has an education. If not, you have to be pursuing some type of goal. Okay, you need to be funny. You need to be exciting. And these, a lot of the people that I've talked to here in the valley, are super conservative. Expect me to like give in into this machismo world that we talked about earlier. And I'm not. I'm not down for it. My dad raised me to a place where 
he kind of this is his words like I have to be chingona like that is my that is my role in any relationship like I am the bitch like you know what I mean like I am gonna be the person whether you leave me I'll be fine whether we're together I'll be fine you know I don't need you you just add to my life you know what I mean and so a lot of people here in the valley don't necessarily like understand that a lot of men here in the valley think it's either them or you have nothing else and I am not that person all right yeah like what about you like what do you mean what about me? <laughs> like what do you think like wh- okay so you don't think you're gonna find someone right like you don't believe in marriage and you are super I just I'm just not that connected to the valley to be honest okay exactly you don't have to be connected to the valley I'm but what not. what type of girl would be like that's her like yes like that's exactly what just I just a girl that knows what she wants you know like a th- like uh, she's athletic she um, she knows what she wants she's goal oriented she knows what she's going for she's I mean, high things like that. I mean, that's, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like a lot of people that I mean in the valley, they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, a lot of people nice here in the see. valley. Yeah, okay. So a lot of people here in the valley kind of. I feel like we're gonna get kicked out. Kicked for talking on so much shit about people from the valley. Well, but it people is true. From, it's yeah, the, val- it's the, the valley crew. That's the way they are. But people from the valley don't have these big goals. They don't have out of the box. It's very kind of, rare. It's yeah. very rare when yeah, the few yeah, have, yeah, have it. Yeah, right. and a lot of the people from the Valley don't have out of the box kind of do goals. Do you think they just think they're not that gifted or do, do, do you think they don't have the potential to do things No, no, like no. That? I feel like a lot of people from the Valley have so much potential. They do, they do. But I'm asking, do you think they feel like they don't because of that? I mean, I don't think it's that they feel that they don't. I think it's I think it's the valley itself. We don't have a lot of resources for it. Regardless if you have resources or not, if you're a potential person, you will make your way to like. But it's hard because notice. as our like back to our culture, like our culture is very um, like we do it as a group. You know what I mean? Like every time you make a decision, you most likely will think of the like your family or the people you would be leaving behind. You don't. You're, it's not an individualistic kind of group, like a kind yeah. of um, mindset. Yeah, that's true. So, but when, what about those people from the valley that do leave their families behind to go chase other big dreams? Then that they definitely, have? and it's just well, showcase. What do you think about them? Well, what's the exception between them and the other people that stay here in the valley and they have that mentality that you just okay? Said? So the difference between hmm? <laughs> the, <laughs> the difference between the people that actually leave is their parents or their family or their support system is pushing them to go and get farther than the valley you know what i mean but we're all we're all raised in the hispanic culture yes. so what, what, what do you think they push them and what do you think other people do not push their children be like why are you going Porque te vas? why are you going all the way over it's there it's just their mindset it's their mindset and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily anything because my even my parents have grown as the time has gone on yeah, my parents like with my oldest sister my parents too, yeah, yeah like they've grown like with my oldest sister they were very like you can't go anywhere you can't go anywhere you can't go anywhere without your brother you can't do this or whatever me um, mom I'm over here like just so you know I'm doing this what the hell you didn't tell me but okay be safe like that's it so throughout time people's mindsets change and it's not something that you can necessarily like do on your own like you can't go out and change it but it's what happens so the people who do go out of the valley they had that support system to push them out the people that are still here or that didn't have that support system to kind of push them out or kind of had their own responsibilities to stay here they didn't have those the people that were supporting them didn't have the mindset to push them out to realize that there is more outside of the valley i left 
for a year and a half. That's true. I fought for it. It wasn't necessarily my parents were like, yes, you should go out. I fought for it. I constantly argued with my parents for a year before I left. Do you think you gain you gain experience as being independent as you were when you were in Houston as compared to the Valley God, when you came back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I gained a lot. <laughs> I gained a lot of experience, and I found out who I was, and I became more confident in who I was. Whether it was like personally or mm-hmm. career wise, like I think I know exactly what I want in my goals. I know exactly what I want in my life, and I know exactly what my family expects from me in my in my family kind of situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think being on my own helped me a lot. What about you? Okay, so like you've stayed here. Okay, you went to mm-hmm. DC. Yeah, I did. Okay, exactly. For but, all summer long, four four months. Okay, so but that was the only time you ever left. Yeah, okay. out, of, out of yeah, out of the family. Do out you of the think house, those yeah. four months helped you? Definitely, definitely did. And how so? Oh, how so? I mean, I was go- I was going on on an internship, so I was doing a professional internship in public um, public policy. So I mean, DC was very different from home, to be <laughs> honest. Everything in DC, Washington DC, the capital of the US, everything was just different from the valley itself. Do I want to go back? Yes. Do I miss DC life? Yes. Will I miss the valley? Maybe. <laughs> um, it's just it's just very different. I mean, if, if anyone travels around the around the country itself in different parts or different states of the of the of the US, everything is different. Everything is very different. Not not, not just including the diversity that there is everywhere, but just you know, getting out of the valley, you explore the different things and the different the different cultures the different aspects the different perspectives that everyone has overall this is very different do you, like okay coming back to the valley did that did your mindset change yes in a very big 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 way when i came back to the valley i was like mm, do i really want this i really did i was like mm. i was so used to dc life every okay to be honest everyone in dc is just so focused on what they have to do you know dc that's the capital of government things Everyone's just so used to doing whatever they have to do. They're focused. They have a target. They're in a rush. Everyone's in a rush. Yeah. Here, at, when I was over there, everyone was in a rush. When I come here, everyone's so calm. Everyone drives at their own pace. Oh it is yeah. very different. It's no, so it slow. is. It's so slow. It is very different. Yeah. Even New York City, it's different. It's Fuck different. Yeah. New York City from DC to Texas, it is very different. It really is. <laughs> so when I was in DC, when I went to when when I went, when I went to um, New York City, after, when I was in DC. Mm-hmm. It was almost the same because I I was already adapted to that environment. Yeah. I was like, okay, I know how it goes. I know how everything is. But I mean, it's just very different. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you go to every state in the U.S., it's very different. Um, Not just culture, but just the way people live in every state. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's exactly why I feel like the Valley is so different. Because I feel like the Valley has its own culture compared to... It does. It really does. Not even to the whole United States, to the rest of Texas. I just feel like the Valley has a very proud culture of what they are. Yeah, because we are... so really close to do. the border, but we are also Texan. You know what I mean? But we're also American. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Texans have their own kind of like stance on who they are, but we're also American. Yeah. And a lot of us are Mexican American. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I feel. I feel like we have our own sense of pride that nobody else can kind of um, get to. Okay, right. so we're kind of running out of time. Okay, so next week, I guess we'll figure out what we're talking about, but we will be drunk for y'all, just FYI. All right, <laughs> let's do that. Okay, so um, again, I'm Carla. And I'm Pete. 
Okay, so you can follow me on Instagram at K-L-E-A-L underscore twice. That's on Twitter and Instagram, so you guys can kind of see what I'm up to. And my website is lipstickandvodka.com. And this was happy hour, so don't miss us next week. Yeah. All right, bye, guys. Thank you all.